Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geezers, geeks alike, it's this week's Gaming Face Punch Gaming Roundup of the news. Sorry we weren't around last week. We had one guy who decided to disappear off into a tin box and another one who decided to invade North Africa. He wasn't the Allies, I'll tell you that for a start. Um, so it was just me on my own. And uh, I can't really do this on my own. So um, we're back this week. Yeah, We have plenty to talk about. But as always, Nigel. I know you've been away. Been playing anything while you're away? Probably mobile games of some sort. Yeah, just mobile games and just watching YouTube when I can watch YouTube in the hotel. So nothing really of note. Okay. Babster? I was just going to say to uh, no, no Dark Ages of Camelot, mate. Didn't turn my laptop. <laughs> Although I did play that yesterday oh, when I got right. home. Yeah, I've been playing um, Vampire Survivors again. And uh, the main game, um, System Shock. No, you had a... Fantastic game. The remastered one, yeah? It, it's incredible. It's everything that I want in a game. So it's proper old school. It's hard. tells you nothing. doesn't hold your hand. doesn't prompt you to press X to jump or, you know, press A to fire. Um it's got some good puzzles in there. It tells you nothing, that there is no um, mission pointer. There's no um, notepad, if you like, that, that describes what your next mission is. You've literally got to explore, listen to all the um, audio uh, tapes that you find, read the logs, and that will tell you what you've got to do. If you miss those... You're going to be running around in a maze, dying quite a lot. Oh dear. But, uh, it's fantastic. Love it. Oh, good. Um, it's, like, it's like first person shoots Dark Souls. <laughs> it, it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the days when I would have um, I would have actually had a notepad next to me. Mm. Well, you just have to write the notes as you're going along to figure out what's going on. Well, My problem with that is I just forget whatever those notes mine. said. <laughs> The in Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, you definitely yeah. need a notepad for that game. But uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I, rem- fantastic I remember game. playing those games. It was like the late nineties, early two thousands, where you just yeah, break that notepad and like, I think I've done this. Trying to solve puzzles on paper. Well, even uh, back in the eighties, when you were playing, um, I don't know, games like uh, Attic Attack and. Um, Cyber Wolf, you you drew your own maps. Mm. Otherwise, you had to remember which mag- which screen north, south, west, or east was. I was, so, was going to say buy it in a magazine where they've got. Or you bought, or you bought it in a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. God, magazines. Oh, I remember magazines. You remember magazines? Nintendo, like Nintendo Power and Edge and EGM and. <sighs> yeah. Old. Uh, the Mega Format. Yes. Ooh, yes. Mega Format. Great magazine. Yeah. I even once uh, thought to write into Amiga format with the how-to complete. uh, I can't remember the name of the game. It was an adventure, point-and-click adventure game. So I was actually had my A4 pad, and I was, from the start of the game, each thing that you meant to do to complete the game, I was writing it all down on this notepad, and I was going to submit it. uh, Mm. But I never got around to doing that i got halfway through the game and went this is too much work i can't be bothered well you can you can still do that nigel because 
Fusion Retro Books, they obviously um, do the A, A5 magazines now, Crash, Zap, and uh, their version of Amiga format. Hmm. And uh, and there's, a, there's a, an Amstrad one as well for some reason. That's just like one page. Um, Specky <laughs> version, pages torn, <laughs> slightly crumpled up, and... Rubber keys keep coming off for some reason. <laughs> Didn't put proper keys on there. Rubber keys. Yeah, your you, you free gifts are a bit of glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or spare key. <laughs> this is going to be going on for ages, isn't it? All right, let's uh, let's let's move on to our onto our first story. Um, actually, I'm going to use. No, I don't know why I pressed that quickly. Fat fingers. Um. So, Sony, not this week, but last week, had their showcase, and they ended it by showing Spider-Man 2 on the PS5, which is coming out as full 2023, fingers crossed. Um, looks fantastic. It absolutely looks fantastic. Um, they showed, like I think, 20 minutes of like game footage. I've had a, I've had a few ch- uh, words with Keith in regards to what my thoughts are on this and i'm just gonna back out on quiet as we chat away um so it, there's a few things the, the there's a bad guy that set up a guy called craven the hunter um he wasn't a very popular bad guy um but he featured in a, a story that evolved around the alien costume which is the venom symbiote um which is fantastic they show some cool bits where you can switch between characters kind of like you could in uh, Grand, Grand Theft Auto Five, um, and it's just got some some really cool bits in there that you see. Uh, it starts off from the game put footage that they've got. Let me just forward this on a bit. Game footage that you've got. So this is just the introduction of Craven the Hunter, where you see Spidey in the in the alien costume, um, just absolutely annihilating Craven the Hunter's guys. Um, and it's got the big Venom symbol on there. It's weird because it's got arrows on there. And if you know anything from the comic books, there's these square patches where his webbing comes out of because I'm not nerdy. Um, but it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, so, so has Venom gone into Spider-Man there then? No, right. So so in the original thingy, uh, they had, I think it was, uh, they had to go to this place called Battle World and... Uh, Parker's costume was damaged, so he found a machine, which he thought was a machine, to repair his costume. Put it together, it turns out it wasn't a thingy, it was an alien symbiote. It bonded to him, learnt Spider-Man-like powers, um, and then he rejected it, and then it went on to a guy called Eddie Brock. So at the moment, he looks like he's discovered this alien symbiote, and it's with him at the moment. So he doesn't see there's a problem with it. It amps up his aggression um, and makes him more violent, which, if he's fighting Craven the Hunter... In the comic books, Craven the Hunter buries him alive, if I remember correctly, in a graveyard, to which Spider-Man escapes and then almost kills him uh, to kind of exact his revenge. Um, but he realises that the symbiote, the black costume, is making him go a little crazy. Um, but yeah, you can it looks like you can switch between Miles Morales and Peter. My problem is, is I don't want to be playing the bulk of the game as Miles Morales. I want to be playing it as Spider-Man. Well, it's called Spider-Man, joke. isn't it? <laughs> I haven't even. It's called. It's a Spider-Man game, and we haven't even seen Spider-Man yet. Well, you know, you saw him right at the beginning with the alien costume on. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Not as yeah. Spider-Man. 
Oh, if, if they do it right, then it's a case of he'll fight Craven the Hunter. He'll lose control. He'll separate himself out from the symbiote. The symbiote will bond to Eddie Brock. And then from Eddie Brock, he'll, uh, he'll become Venom. And then uh, they have to take down Venom, which will be fun because Venom can go invisible and what you call it, evade the spider sense and all that stuff that uh, is cool in the comic books. But um looks really good. Mm, it does look good. I never played the first one, actually. You haven't played the first one? No. Ah, oh, you are missing out. You are mm. really missing out. It, yeah. I played it. I unlocked all the bits and all the suits and all the powers and everything. And then I went back and played it on the hardest difficulty. But because I had all the powers, I could just knock over everyone like they weren't there. I was just beating the crap. I felt properly like Spider-Man. It was that good. Um, I enjoyed the first one. And yes. I, when the PS5 came out, my version came with Miles Morales and I really enjoyed Miles Morales as well. The The speed at which it loads is incredible. And then in, in the first Spider-Man, when you take a tube to another place, a Metro to another place, it takes a bit of time to load, not in Miles Morales. It is instantaneous. So they did improve the tech, um, and the loading obviously with the PS5 helps with that. But I'm hoping that with this game here, they take some lessons learned, and especially with the loading speed, because literally a few the seconds loading, and you're in the game from the, the OS. The loading speed is part of the hard drive, so it's fine. So, so uh, was it uh, exclusive? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of Xbox people being very unhappy about it. Actually, there's lots of Xbox people going around. It doesn't look very good. That's for their comeback for it. it. Doesn't look very good. It's not very good. You don't like it. Blah blah. blah. I understand why you can. I, I, if I was an Xbox user, I'd be bitter as all all hell. But the long short short of it is. Yeah, but you don't say that it's not very good. It's a bit bit childish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. was, the water doesn't. There's a bit here where there's a speedboat chasing. It's like the water doesn't look very good, and I'm like, I think you're missing the point. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah. It, it's funny how that kind of happens. Um, there you go. He's in the alien costume there. But as long as the um, game's good, it doesn't really matter. If if the game is just like the original Spider-Man or the Miles Morales one, it's going to be great. Mm. Yeah, because that was it. Yeah, the web slinging on it. Yeah, you could just spend an hour just web slinging through New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much fun. It was done was, that well. Even with the option to take the metro, I would web sling around New York. I, I would just do it. Does because it actually show it. you what you're attaching to, or yes. is it just? Yeah. Oh, it does, no, it's yeah. not. It's not the. It's not like the um, Phantom Cloud. The the, the <laughs> yeah. PS One. What was the PS One one that they had with Venom oh. and Peter Parker? It just webbed the ceiling. That wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it webs. You have to because you can you can do certain things with it too. So you can just like swing around buildings and whatnot. So, here so you if are, you watch yeah. here, look, you can see. Look, he's 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 swung off the top of those those crane bits there as he's going past. Well, that yeah. water looks good you, to me. That water looks fantastic. There was a guy. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Uh, digital Foundry mm. had a Digital Foundry. Digital Foundry are the nerds that will sit there and tell you your frame rate's not right. Yeah, they'll sit there and say, "Oh, the frame rate's dipping there," and they can tell you exactly how it's done. It's proper, like in-depth technical analysis. The guy from Digital Foundry took a picture out of this trailer and took a picture of New York because they were complaining that the reflections weren't working properly on the water. And he had a picture from New York and a picture from it. And they were, you could see which one was a game, which one was New York. And, and he turns around and goes, 
oh, they both look terrible. He goes, one's actually New York, and he called it his favourite Twitter interaction because some bellend couldn't because they were so hung up on 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 shitting on the game they so, couldn't tell reality from a game. So, yeah, so sometimes these techies they just they they forget, like what you say they forget the point. It's a game. As long as oh, this wasn't a techie. Game. This. This wasn't the techie. The techie person was sitting there saying that there's nothing wrong with what oh, okay. you see. Right. It was the, the idiot on Twitter who was just determined to hate on the game. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Well, yeah. That, do- that doesn't surprise me then, to be fair. <laughs> I just don't mm. understand the mentality of these people. Why Why do you need to feel the need to shit on something that other people like just because of what reason? I don't know. I mean, yeah. All right. This game is not on your chosen platform why not just save up and get the other platform they're not that expensive mm. i did <clears throat> i just went oh fine you know i've missed out on xbox stuff for years never had an xbox well i had one yeah got rid of it because it was shit now i've got an <laughs> yes. xbox yeah didn't well, have was, built-in wi-fi so i was all uh, i was all pc i was never yeah i was never that uh crazy I, with uh, modern consoles. I, I did like the PS3. I love the PS3. But mm. the, the 360 for me was pointless because everything that came out on the 360 either had already come out on the PC or it was going to come out on PC. The, yeah. the only two games at the time really was Halo and um, uh, Gears of War. Gears. Yeah. But, he, but even they came out on the PC. Yeah, I had those so, on the PC. Yeah. And... Uh, I got I got given a copy of the Halo game mm. on the PC. I played it and I hated it. Yeah. And I went, if if this is what um, Xbox gaming is, then I really don't. Forza was the one that was I was I felt like I was missing out on. Okay, because I like for I like racing games and Forza yeah. I have on my Xbox, and it's okay. Not all that. It's okay. It's Horizon. I want the racing, racing one. So when that is finally released or ever going to be released, that'll be nice. Yeah. I just don't find them fun anymore, the uh, racing games. I think that they're too realistic. Um, bring, you know, bring back uh, Ridge Racer and uh, Ray Tracers and, you know, games like that. Need for Speed ones. Okay. It's, it's not realistic in that sense. The last Need for Speed one I played, I can't remember the name of it, um, but that was that was a decent one where it's not taking itself too serious because it's Need for Speed. Need for Speed doesn't, you know. Mm. There was a game on the original Xbox as well, car game where you literally had to smash into everything. Is it called Burnout? Burnout. Burnout. Yeah, I love that. That was incredible. Yeah, brilliant game. I love that. Ironically, that's done by Criterion, who yes. did the remake for Dead Space. Who also did the uh, first-person shooter Black? Do you remember that? That was incredible. Was that them? I'm sure. I don't think. Yeah, Black no, was... it was Black was Criterion, definitely, hundred percent. I, I think I really want to play Burnout now. Yeah, Burnout is a fantastic series of games. It um, really my is. My favourite is the Crash Junction. Can't mm. help myself. Yeah, Crash Junction all the way. Yeah, it's yeah. Can I just ask something quick? Because it's going to. Back to the Spider-Man thing. When the 360 came out, you're sitting there saying most of the stuff um, was on the PC. Yeah. Um, I felt that when the 360 came out, 
all that PC development from all those PC developers oh. shifted to the 360. Uh, and it kind of killed, it kind of, from my perspective, it killed PC gaming because that's no, when all, all of a sudden things started disappearing. No, I, I never, I never felt that way. Um, it wasn't until, um, for, for me, it wasn't until the next generation with PS4 and Xbox One. As soon as they came out, that's when PC gaming started to deteriorate. Oh no, because I, I, I beg to differ. Because towards the end of the three, the, the PS3 and the 360 lifestyle, all of a sudden, all the indie devs started filling the gaps, and as we start getting really good indie games. Um, and that's because it's like I like to I like to play all games. Well, seriously, I like to play all games. I don't want to limit myself down to one console. I, my well, PlayStation is my third console. Yeah, but I go where the games are. See, I can only really go off how vast the um, Steam library is, and and you you may be right um, regarding AAA titles, but the indie scene, um, I think that's when. When PS4, because that's what what they advertised, wasn't it? With the PS4, was oh, we're going to start um, having more of the indie titles and supporting those guys. So maybe that went yeah. across over to it. Well, they were calling the PlayStation the indie station for a while, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a bit of a an odd one. Okay, let's uh, let's go on to our next story. <laughs> So, remember those Metal Gear stories we were going about? Singer gives away that she's doing something for Metal Gear thing. Composer gives away that doing something for Metal Gear thing. I, I turned around and reached the conclusion, I think it was last time, that I believe something's happening. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a PS5 exclusive, some European development team, um, and, and, and it was getting remade. Well, unfortunately, Metal Gear Solid 3 is not getting remade. Metal Gear Solid Delta is getting remade. <laughs> Because they decided to change it, even though Delta, I'm sure, is the fourth uh, letter in the Greek alphabet, so kind of doesn't make too much sense. But um, I think uh, Konami might be milking some of their their friends. Plus, I think we've all seen footage of what does this game look like in the Unreal Engine. So yeah, we got we got that there, and um, they showed this one off, and it's annoying because it's it's one of those ones where it's. Um, cryptic kind of trailer thing so they'll show you the trailer and then there's like little cryptic bits in the trailer so so like even the so you got the, the ants and bits here so the good soldiers so there's a reference here to soldiers and then you'll get um the ends parrot turn up in a moment so it's a good little soldiers marching doing what they should be doing Who's a good little soldier? Who's a good yeah. little soldier? Frog. Frog is um, refers to a type of soldier in the uh, the last uh, PS4 one, Guns of the Patriots. Are they the one with yeah. goggles and stuff? And they got no, no, they were they were really the agile ladies soldiers with um, uh, P90s. Oh. Um, and this is this parrot here, I believe. The um, there's a character called the End, who's a sniper, a really old sniper. And um, yeah, so that's a reference to, to him there. Of course, you need a snake in there. I need to be attacked by a 
not they're not alligators. They're kind of like alligators, kind of like crocodiles. And then so that's just kind of going up the, yeah, you, yeah, because you're going up through the food chain. Because in the game you were you could get like a crocodile hat to hide in the water with. So go up to do the food chain, and there you go, top of the food chain. It's a big boss. Dun, 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 dun. You're going to, have to stop it when the music. Because it doesn't do that, it does. Um... And I need to just turn that down for copyright reasons. Snake! Um... Snake! Snake! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's lots of there's lots of like hidden stuff in the background. So I think when it flies out across the thing, where is it? So there'd be. A I only ever played the first one. Right. So you see this thing in the background here, this square lump. That's their version. That's the, the Metal Gear Solid's version of the. Uh, sorry, Metal Gear Solid's version. Sorry, Snake Eater's version of Metal Gear, which is the Shadow Hod or whatever they call it, being transported to the base. So they've hidden lots of stuff in this trailer, which is not is not 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 necessarily a bad. Thing. How, how could you tell that from that? Because <laughs> I'm a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm a complete fucking nerd. Plus, just there's be lots a, of pictures. It might just be a little rain cloud. <laughs> perfect, hang on, hang on. Can you see? Can you see now? See the four helicopters holding it. Ah, no, no. you can't because I have no. it on screen. Can you see the four helicopters? Uh, I can see. Yeah, I can see something. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see the small. I can see the the small, very very small little rain clouds carrying. The other small rain cloud. There you go. See, there you go. So look, look, there you go. That's that being transported there. Oh, that's a nice little Easter egg. Right. I like that. But it hid loads in there. Apparently, it's going to be developed by a Singapore-based company. Um, did I put them in the notes? The next question is because I did this last week. Uh, Singapore-based company. It's got. They're doing the, a remaster of. Um, what they call the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, which includes four games. Doesn't include the one that I really want them to remake because I'd have to break out <laughs> PlayStation 3, which is the Guns of the Patriot one, which is a bit more linear-wise for stories. So you're not kind of going backwards and forth. Um, but yeah, it's done being done by... I can't remember, can't remember the name of the company. I didn't put them down. What oh, bellend? But it's supposed to have things like this, the... Um, 3D audio that they keep talking about. I think Microsoft's got their own version of the 3D audio experience where you can hear where things are coming from. It's set to be released sometime late 2024 or early 2025, I think, depending on other people's release schedules. Um, and out of all the Metal Gear games, it's the one, and one that everyone seems to like the most, but I associate it with having really bad bronchitis, so I don't like it as much as everyone else because I played this when I was almost hospitalized with bronchitis so i'm sitting at home wow. coughing playing away so i don't have a very pleasant experience of this game but not because of the game because of external factors in my life hmm. but it, i think it's going to be it's, it's going to be good i can't remember what the, there's a they are the other thing too is they are keeping the original audio from the from the game so they're not re-recording the audio um, probably for budgetary reasons more than creative reasons. Um, well, so they're using the old audio. So, sorry. Yeah. So they're using the old audio, but advertising the new 
3D. Oh, no, the, graf- the graphics, everything everything around it, apart from, you know, how much audio features into Metal Gear games. Mm. You walk a step, you get codec call. Oh, so you've walked a couple of steps, Snake. I once walked a couple of snakes, st- steps in Vietnam. Goes and then I was attacked by the Viet Cong an hour later. Anyway, you should carry on. Oh, right, like that is <laughs> it. Okay. It was, oh. That was always the joke about Metal Gear. And, and no, it's, no, it's, um, yeah, that's the thing, because if, if you play Metal Gear 5, it, it gets rid of that. Um, and it just puts the story in where it needs to be, and it's kind of a lot a better. It's the best Metal Gear game. I think it's better than 3. But there's some good things in 3, some real arty things that make it kind of pretty and interesting. But, um, yes, it's... Um, it's going to be good, I think. I'm going to I'll probably get that one because, um, well, actually, no, I'll wait actually to see if it's like the Dead Space remake or the Resident Evil remakes. And I'm sure that's probably might be the reason that they're doing it. They looked at those games and went, hmm, they seem to have made a lot of money for Capcom and EA. Maybe we should do the same. Maybe we should cash in on that. So that's, that's all right thinking crossed. that, but you've got to. You've got to uh, come up with the goods, haven't you? At the end of the day, they're good remakes. <clears throat> yes, that you've got to deliver. I think, to be honest with you, I think they can get away with it. I've seen a lot of indie people remake Metal Gear, be it the first one or the other ones, in the Unreal Engine. Like there's an example of the opening scene from the very first Metal Gear game in the Unreal Engine, and it looks fantastic. It really does look fantastic. So, yes. Um I, I think we're in for a treat, so we've got to figure out what's going on there. Fingers crossed. We'll keep an eye on that. But then again, it could be like Redfall, where I watched that trailer and went, oh, that looks like it's going to be good. And then, um, no. No, not at all. So I'm not ruling that as an option out because those things happen. Anyway, on our next to our next story. So... I was relying on that, so I could blow my nose, and you cut it off. (laughs) Did you blow your nose? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this was a funny one that came across across my my list. It was a report of two men who got jobs at Amazon just to sell copies of Zelda. Amazon used to drop um, games early by day by accident because it was going through the post. They didn't want to have any uh, issues or anything like that, especially when it's like PlayStation 2 era. Um, But prior to the release of uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, two men obtained contracts um, to work at Amazon. Um, This is the hang on, hang on a second. I'm just going to refer this back to when I didn't get my PS5 on release. Yeah because that pissed me off because they said it was delivered and that really knocked me because I know that was it should have been delivered. Anyway, uh, the first individual was a 21-year-old man. Um, he was hired a month before the, the game's release date um, and then abruptly stopped showing up for work days before the game was due to launch. Uh, when the contracted man, uh, when they contacted the man's mother at home, he said he was playing video games upon discovering that the game was Zelda I love that his mum dobbed him in. Why isn't Dave at work? <laughs> is it a new one? Right, I fucking know where he got that from. Um, uh, especially when they found out the, the game hadn't been released. After being caught, the, the first man returned the game and paid for it and subsequently got fired. The second man, 24, 
uh, was discovered uh, to have stopped coming into work before the game's release uh, as well. Unlike the first man, he had stolen several copies of Zelda-related items, including the Amiibo, a Zelda-themed uh, pro controller with the intention of reselling them online. He was also fired. I just I always love these stories where people have like kind of, it, that's how that's what impact that game has made on culture that two people two people would take shitty jobs shitty jobs to get the game early or to make a quick buck on the uh, on the side um it was in amazon japan because I, I saw this and thought that's oh, gonna be florida isn't it um no wow. amazon japan um so when the uh warehouse was uh Implicated in the story, they confirmed that all delivery of the games were successful and the two employees indeed had been dismissed. However, uh, they didn't disclose specific reasons for the termination, which I think we know why. Um, Right. So how many people have actually nicked a copy from the Amazon store, played it, but then gone, I'm doing work, gone to work, come home and then carried on to play right and not being caught for stealing i mean they only got caught because they didn't turn up to work because they're too busy playing zelda (laughs) that's the only reason why they got caught no other reason it's not because of some sophisticated tracking system that they've got it's because they didn't turn up to work yeah that's the the only reason yeah the other workers there who've been packing it um Mm. Yeah, they've still been playing, haven't they? They've been, they've done Turn the same. They've done the same. However, they've gone, oh, I've got a shift in an hour. I better get yeah. ready for work and gone to work, come yeah. home and carried on playing on their stolen copy. I'll never know. Not thick. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what they do, yeah, is they, they get the copy, they play the copy, yeah. They then finish it, wipe said copy of any kind of incriminating infamous, wipe the fingerprints off it, put it back in the shrink wrapping thing. And then pop it on the shelf. That's what I'd do. I'm not saying I've done that. I've just thought about it. <laughs> just don't use the uh, the codes, the DLC codes, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. don't the use the DLC codes or those one-time use codes because you'll get you'll done no straight away. Um, because you're an I, angry I, I customer going, I've got this new thing. Come out of cellophane. Codes don't work. And they'll be like, should do, but they don't. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when they used to get like consoles when they first come out? Usually, like people hijacking the lorries and stuff mm. for the deliveries so they'd be like playstation 4s or xbox ones and something and someone would just like literally like highway highwayman just hold it up at the, the roadside and just empty the content stand and deliver yeah that's usually in the states this is why this is why i find it interesting because this was more from japan and you, you don't expect mm. the japanese to be no. like that you expect them you you've got you, you, less chavy i think is the best way of describing them that's a good way yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you expect them to be but then again if they are that obsessed man you've got a job at nintendo okay let's uh let's move well, on you can only imagine how strict nintendo off jesus oh. <laughs> probably scan your bag as you leave and come in though. Proper strip search before you get at work. Okay, let's go. That's the next one. I've got a TV series that I like, Nigel. Oh, yeah. What's that called, Gareth? And a, a book series that I like too called The Expanse. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. 
I've never heard of that. You've never heard of the... <laughs> Never of the spectrum, I think, Bouncer. Um, <laughs> what, what's that then? Both statements are false. Um, so we've got the the expanse and Telltale. Do you remember Telltale? I do. They did the a great Walking Dead game. Now, I always had a theory that you could just literally do nothing in a Telltale game and respond and pretty much get the same story. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I was always. I was always determined to do a playthrough online and just not pick any decisions. And I started, I did Batman, and it's just so funny because he just comes across as an utter arsehole when he doesn't say anything. It's great. Maybe I should go, maybe I should uh, follow that through. I'm currently going through a game um, made by Square Enix, uh, Life is Strange number two, mm. uh, because it's, uh, it's uh, I think it was free as a, premium member on playstation and it's very similar to the telltale games obviously they've made the first one that was brilliant which is off the back yeah it's it's Mm. not the same storyline it's a different storyline slightly different um but very very in a similar vein you control uh, a player and you walk around you interact and you do certain things and and you get the option not to speak sometimes i have been looking down at my phone and i look up and go oh i could have selected and then it disappears because you haven't done anything and they just sort of like remark that you're ignoring them or something oh got nothing to say you know uh and that's how i feel telltale has sort of created this new sort of genre where it's a walking simulator with a story and you just basically control your character to go from one place to another place and then just interact with the environment until something happens. It's, it's, it seems to be working for them as a model. Um, now, well, it didn't because they went out of business, remember? Well, what's what's this? This then? is their comeback. This is their comeback. This is because, what, this is as this is, a double novelty here, Nigel. Because I played. They haven't made a game for ages. Um, I only heard of them because they made a Monkey Island game. Hmm. Did they? Yeah, they did. It was uh, the fourth, I think, iteration. I can't remember. Tales of Monkey Island, I think it was called. And it was actually an interactive, it was a proper Monkey Island game, interactive, not like um, their normal thing, like Wolf Among Among Us. And then you've got the Game of Thrones one, and then you've got the Walking Dead ones that they did. They're all just walking simulator where you you get from A to B and something happens that you have no control over. Yeah, the the first one, though, the story in the first one I thought was brilliant. I thought it was very Uh, The Walking Dead one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I did actually buy the second one because I I did enjoy it. I didn't get to play. And then I I did the – they had the the four extra – bits the four extra dlc versions of it i think it was 400 days or something um which they were okay but then i didn't continue with the story and i really should because i've got it Mm. i could play it but it's interesting to see if they've gone from that model of you don't literally do anything apart from walk around get to point b from point a interact with something to move the story on and if they've actually gone to more of a Monkey Island, Tales of Monkey Island sort of route that they initially took, because that was a literal puzzle game, mm. it'd be interesting to see what they do with the Expanse. Okay. Okay. 
Well, if they're making so, a comeback, let's hope. So, my first question is, um, are the guys who write the TV show Yeah. Are they involved? Oh, is that, um, drama? Drama. So, so in a nutshell, what's The Expanse about, mate? The Expanse is, um, is about, uh, it's the future. Humans have colonised the solar system kind of split ourselves into groups you've got majority of the human population living on earth there's about 10 billion there they've got a big colony on mars that broke away from earth and they're quite militaristic and into technology and stuff and then you've got the the working class people who live in the outer planets who do all the mining and stuff of asteroids and bits called the belters um, which are called the belters or referred to as the opa yeah and um Basically, they keep teetering on war. The Belters are upset because they keep getting abused. The Martians think that they're the hottest shit, but they don't realise that the UN's got them like bloody outnumbered. Um, the mm. UN is just teetering because they've got so many bloody people. And then one day, this company called Protogen find this, uh, this molecule, and this molecule can rewrite stuff. And the molecule creates this giant alien space gate, which allows people to travel from uh, one star system to the other. And because of that, a big rush happens. Mars then gets screwed over because there's no point building Mars up when you can uh, uh, make it a habitable planet when there are habitable planets through ring gates and short trip. Yeah. Um, but it's all done. Uh, the physics is incredibly realistic. It makes you thinks about time it takes to travel from one point to another so when you have comms you have like delay on the comms so if you're sending messages backwards and forwards from people and at the other end of the solar system you get like a nine minute delay um things like that um okay it's really it's 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 i refer to it's proper kind of science fiction they don't have artificial gravity so when you're you're flying along you can um you have to take this you have to take drugs in order to make sure you don't pass out so similar to like the pressure suits but inside your actual body they always call it juicing mm. um but you can use that to your advantage um they don't have shields everything's called pdc so point point defense systems so you find like missiles the torpedoes make everything look dumb as fuck in everything else because these torpedoes can like you can have it fly into a building and hit like a cargo container because they've got like ai on them fitting with nuclear warheads have them fly into the sun have them chase down this that and the other it's just it's uh, science fiction kind of upgraded and i'd love the whole thing yeah the uh um, to get around the gravity situation or anti-grav you put the boots on with which have magnets in and they and they uh keep you to the floor they keep you grounded do you turn them on or or you have spin sections in space stations so it spins around push mm. you to the edge so you get spin gravity and then you also have it so you have thrust gravity too so if the, the ship's always constantly accelerating it can simulate gravity um it's really a really good tv series the first three seasons are fantastic next three are pretty good and it's, it's worthwhile saying um i'm not into sci-fi and stuff like that that much really um the only thing i watched was what's that um it's got ring gates in it but not Stargate. sorry stargate stargate, stargate. stargate. but yeah but it was it was not stargate the universe 
universe, yeah, where he gets uh, transported. He's a gamer and he's completed something and he got took to mm-hmm. the ship along with a load of other people and they started flying. That's the only one I watched and that sort of that's the only sort of sci-fi thing I watched. But they told me to watch The Expanse and it's the story that gripped me with The Expanse. It, it's character-driven. Yeah. It has all this really cool spaceship, but it's all character-driven. It's always, this has just happened in the world. How do these characters respond to it? Hmm. And it's like you've got, the, you've got a character called Amos who is hmm. pretty much a psychopath, but because he knows that he's a psychopath and he's done terrible things in the past, he knows that he needs to look to someone for like them, his moral conscience, and he'll follow that person. He'll protect them and do all these other things. You've yeah. got Naomi, who's a belter. She's got a bit of chip on her shoulder. She's got a really dark past where she did something really terrible, and she's running away from that. You've got Alex, who was a former Martian pilot, um, but he didn't want to give up piloting um, when he finished his term in the Martian Navy. Um, so he ran away from his wife and his kid because he wanted to be a pilot. So he gets to be a pilot. You've got Holden, who's kind of like the moral center. It's great because he turns into, he starts off and he's an idealistic arsehole and he <laughs> kind of matures throughout the the, the, the series. You've got he start, he does, you, yeah. you can see that with him yeah. because he starts to realize it's not just black or white. There's mm-hmm. a bit of a, a meld there. There's gray and everything in between. So mm. he does, yeah, he does uh, grow as a character. They all do, actually. I think <laughs> they all do. I think there's a character called Avasarala, and she's um, she's a gravelly voiced Earth politician mm. who um, she starts off that will do anything to protect Earth, and then she turns around. And, you know what I'll do? In the end, another character called Bobby Draper, Marine, and um, she just hates all Earthers, and gets towards the end, and it's like, no, we need to do what's right for everyone. And she has that turnaround, which is quite good when she meets the Avatarala character. And it's just you've got lots of other interesting people, yeah. but they're like the main the main ones that are pretty much run all the way through. I, it. I think each each character has its own character arc, and it's quite a satisfying arc for all these characters. And that's what I think is for me the important thing with the Expanse. I'm, I'm just hoping that the the game that they're going to put out has got involvement from the original writers of the books who are yeah. involved in the TV series mm. because then hopefully we'll get a good story because <clears throat> the expanse is hugely story driven. Yeah. So telltale should be able to do a good job on this. They should, but looking at that trailer, it looked like they were going down the uh, box ticking route again. Hmm. I don't, don't know yet. I really don't know. I don't know. A lot of a lot of them. Well, obviously, drummer. We saw drummer. Yeah, drum. It's annoying because drummer's a character. That's if you drummer. read the books, she's three different characters in the books. There's a character called drummer. There's an engineering uh, lady. I can't remember her name. Character called Bull, who was in charge of uh, a space station that they moved into the ring space, and then another one called. Michio Parr, who was actually a psychotic person. So they did do, by pushing her into Michio Parra, they kind of removed that. But it's, you need to, you need to watch it. It's really good. So I, I'm, I'm. Oh, and there was another thing that you forgot about Amos, because Amos is a, um, an earther. He's from Earth. He grew up on Earth. Yeah. So when he meets yeah. somebody who's grew, grown up on, say, 
as a belter or if they've grown up on Mars who has left less gravity, their muscles aren't quite as developed as Amos, for example. So he's a lot stronger than what they think. And they that that also plays in as well, because he sits there and goes, What, you can't fucking lift that? <laughs> you know. And it's it's these little subtle things. Also, yeah, like you said, I like the way that Amos he, he's got no moral compass. He he doesn't feel empathy so he he looks to holden who does he starts off by looking to yeah. naomi then he looks to holden then it's like and it. then it's... and then after a while he then turns and he looks at um oh what's her name uh he calls her peaches oh, yeah peaches he looks at uh... her, but, but he has he has these rules and his rules are you either follow them you protect them or you kill them yeah that's his literally his his, his rule set you follow them you protect them or you kill them um, and there's there's a there's a lovely bit at the end of the second season where you've got this one character and his kid's been kidnapped by this scientist and he goes to kill the scientist and Amos is like kind of goes into goes goes to kill him Amos grabs out of his gun and he pulls it down and turns around and goes you're not that man yeah and then he lets him leave and then he turns around and looks at the this guy and turns and goes but I am that man and then blows his brains out and like because yeah. he's because he is that person he is that person who's that's he, his moral compass isn't quite there because he, he knows he knows that it would affect him but it would affect yes. the other guy yes yeah because mm. he doesn't give two shits um very interesting but, to see what they do with this game I, mm. I, i'm interested to see what they do with this game i'm hoping some of the ross and anti crew turn up um even if it's just like over the bloody radio something in regards to that or over mm. sarala or something um i'm assuming this game takes part between the free navy war so where they have the war with the free navy and belters uh, and um drummers left the opa to go and go off with their little crew um which eventually joined the free navy but um so it should be might have a marcos anaros cameo which would be quite good and he's an arsehole um, absolute arsehole i think i'm he played I, that I looking, character gonna... well <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. He did. So it's a proper. And the, oh. I mean, you see interviews with him. He's a lovely fella. That's the thing. You see the interviews with him, and he's a lovely fella. And he's like, I'm really glad you don't like him. Uh, and then there was, it was, he made a joke at NASA, right? So NASA was, um, they were following like a, a near miss of like a, an asteroid, to which he replied, No, it wasn't me. <laughs> and they replied back and laughed at him because the yeah, character's so- famous for throwing rocks. At, uh, at, at Earth, well, the rocks with tungsten cores and um, stealth composites, and no one can see him. But yes, it's good. That's, anyway, yeah, he started a war because he was throwing these massive rocks, massive rocks at Earth, trying to start a war, and then they figured well, it was him. That's why. Yeah, but on the on on this note, Telltale, have they made a comeback? Is it going to be any good? Don't know. Time, time will tell. Tell. I think. Oh dear. Um, I think I think I'm going to pre-order it because I'm a massive Expanse fan, um, and I'll probably give it a play to see what it's like. So you'll probably hear that one directly from me. Okay, let's move on to our next one. Oh. Uh, Alan Wake. Alan Wake, originally a 360 exclusive. Now. When you see the picture of Alan Wake, you go, hang on a second, is, is that Jared Latto? Because <laughs> it does look like the actor Jared Latto is not. Um, it's annoying because I made notes about who the actual actor is. He's a, he's a Finnish guy. He actually looks 
It's almost John Wick. <laughs> it does. It's it's Jared Leto dressed up as John Wick. I think it's probably the best way of describing it. But um, Alan Wick returns. Um, Remedy Entertainment um, creators of um, Alan Wake and did I say Alan Wick? I meant to say Alan Wake. Alan Wake and Control. Um, they're bringing this back, but it, unlike the first time it was here, it's not going to be platform exclusive. It's going to be across all of them because um, what do you call it? Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft. Sony was showing it off. Um, it looks like it should be released on the 17th of August, uh, August, October this year, not August. Uh, slip of the tongue there. It, the technology they're using looks quite good. It'll be split between two characters. You'll get the Alan Wick character in like the Shadow Realm because he was a writer and everything he wrote, it was a horror writer like Stephen King, everything he wrote went out of control. And it's funny because if you play Control, they reference the Alan Wake not Alan Wick, I can't call him Alan Wick, the Alan Wake incident as what they can refer to as an AWE, which is like a, a an event that uh, otherworldly event thing that kind of screws with the, the fabric of reality, uh, and you could and it has a crossover. So I'm, I'm hoping there'll be a Bureau of Control reference somewhere in Alan Wake too. Like they may have may come up to to try and stop it or whatever. So it is in referred to as a connected universe. Um, Alan Wake's Shadow Realm is set in New York, and the other characters are one set around um, oh something falls. I can't remember what they call the the, the place. Uh, I'm going to call it Jer- Jersey Shore. I'm going to call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I liked the first Alan Wake game. It was one of the things on the 360. I thought was quite good. Um, they've they've got a trailer and bits for it here, um, so you can see it, and it's. It's, yeah, it's Stephen king is. It kind of reminds me of Garth Marenghi's Dark Places and bits. You know how he describes his like, horror stories really badly as a guy who's um, uh, written more books than he's read. <laughs> who's one that hilarious? This is the second character. Her name's Saga something. I don't know why it's Saga, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going to be good. But just have a look at that and uh, tell us your thoughts. He almost looked like Jake Gyllenhaal then. Yes, that was it. It was because that was the thing. It was a mix between him and Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's not. It's a Finnish. This is a Finnish actor. That it's or a Finnish model. Sorry, that uh, that his face is based off of. Um, we'll just call him Alan Wick then. Alan, that's Alan Wick kind of works, but uh, he does look different from the original one. Um, but this is a sex and character. So she gets to walk around. Um, oh, I can't remember. Ooh. Shit falls, or whatever it's called, but uh, it looks kind of reminds me of Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 4 remake. A bit there, so we've got these bits here, and then he's kind of going around New York and whatnot. So, and they've got the shadows that keep chasing him around. Actually, saying that if he's wandering around New York, he might better find the, the Bureau of Control in New York, maybe that's the, the out. So, game kind of takes place in like two streams. But yes, it's weird. Don't only finish games, exception of that and Angry Birds. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like Max Payne, Alan Wake, Control, Angry Birds. The only finished games I can think of. Does anyone think of any other finished developed games? Is it just those ones? But yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to pre-order it because I pre-ordered 
freaking Callisto Protocol, so I've got to wait a week until people say it's okay. Um, the only game I'm pre-ordering this year is probably the Expanse one, and that's because I'm a massive Expanse fan. I want to see what they've done with it. And I'm going to dissect it. If it's terrible, I will dissect it with a scalpel and explain mm-hmm. why it's terrible. And if it's good, then I'll sing it. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, things to the high heavens. Praises. That was it. Sing it's praises. Yeah. That sounds like a video in the in the works. Oh, it might be. I've, I've, we've still got to talk about other videos and stuff that we need to be doing, but uh, we'll save that for later. Um, let's move on to our next story. So we covered a story about uh, how someone somewhere managed to get Doom working somehow on a spectrum, which was amazing. I was amazed. That was absolutely amazing. It was like making Doom run on something without, you know, um, but some some smart. Well, wasn't it? I'm just, I'm sure there was it. <laughs> had more memory. Had more memory. Had more memory. More, more bandwidth. Um, but someone managed to get it working on um, teletext. I'll just put this on here while I read read my bits off. So um, the popular 1993 FPS known as Doom can be played on a, a number of devices for, uh, for everything from smart fridges to watches to calculators to that thing they call the. Something Spectrum, I don't know why. Uh, a modder named Luke Luke New, I'm going to say, created a version making several dust adjustments. It's not playing. Ugh, God damn it! There we go. Um, I'm going to just put that down there. So while that's playing there, um, Luke New. Um, oh, that's meant. Uh, where is it? Making thing is um, the game uh, runs on a PC transmitting a video signal with uh, teletext reading software. So in the old days, we used to have teletext on our thingy. Do you know what the... Oh, perhaps you're not going to hear this, yeah? That runs better than it does on the Spectrum. <laughs> it looked, just look at how smooth that is. Yeah, That's almost 14 frames a second in comparison to the two. Yeah, but remember, you can run it on the Spectrum next at 28 megahertz and it will run. No, no, it's not the same. That doesn't count because I can sit there and say, yeah, hey, you can run it on, on an Amstrad actual PC PC and have it run properly. And then it will set on do, fire. You can play the semantics, but <laughs> that is for doing for teletext. Sorry. I'm just, let's just. I, I sent you a video of what happens when you run it on a, an Amstrad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is my response to that because it's like, just, just look at that, Nige. You should right last time we showed you the spectrum one, yeah. And just look at that. I like how you've got the smiley face instead of the animated uh, Doom guy. That's quite funny. But man, that's yeah. just look at the look at the that's almost 60 frames a second. I'm gonna get guys from Digital Foundry on this so they can do their in-depth analyses. Um it's a lot of fucking rigmarole to get it working though, more importantly. Oh yeah. Running on a ThinkPad, blimey. Well, no, it's not it's not running on thing because what it's doing is it's act, the ThinkPad's acting as a like an interpreter. Yeah. So that's just absolutely mad. Thinking that there's bars above the 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 what do you call it the 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 um, the image which teletext and CFAX and stuff were pretty much stored on, and this guy's managed to to do it and put it on that. Yeah. Well, it was right. it was for what it was for RF, wasn't it? At the end of the day. It's for a year, yeah. real. 
Mm. It's weird because apparently Teletext is still being used in some, uh, still available in some European countries. I'm like, crikey. Teletext, man. If this little CRT behind me has got Teletext, doesn't it? I don't think he does. It's got red buttons. It's got the coloured buttons yeah, on the bottom. Coloured buttons. So yeah, teletext is on there. Probably got teletext. Probably got teletext on it. I'm going to get that working. I'm going to have a go at that. What? Zoom teletext. You're going to yeah. need a, an adapter of sorts to make it run. But that's mad. But look, all at, at the end of the day, that runs so much better than it does on the spectrum, <laughs> doesn't it, Nigel? <laughs> but that's not actually running. On Teletext, so is it? It's running on a laptop. And well, no, hang on a second, because no, you did show it running on Teletext. Hang on, I'll, I'll rewind it. So we showed, when you showed it, it was running. Let's on see running on Teletext when he turns the laptop off. There you go. Look, look, there you go. Yeah, but the laptop's still to the right of him. <laughs> he's he's hiding the cables with his hand. He's got a broadcaster signal. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, sorry, man. I'm, I'm not much. Can, that I, I call that. I call that. I call that uh, severe cope there, Baxter. Um, <laughs> just to say, come on. Um, next week we're going to bring you Doom running on. Um, well, we've already had a pregnancy yeah. test, haven't we? Yeah, we have had a pregnancy test. What else? What other mad things can we run Doom on? Come on, guys, uh, think Sam- of something that we can. Samsung fridge. That's already been done. They've done the Samsung fridge. Yeah. Um, I've, it's got to be something that we can run it on. Oh, how about the, uh, you know, the the little insert, I forgot what it's called. Was it called an e- emu that you plugged into your Dreamcast controller? I wonder if they've done Oh, yes. The, the little companion thing that you had. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. D- D- yeah, Demu? Demu? I can't remember right. it. Well, actually, it's I've funny. Someone's, <laughs> someone might have already done that. Mm. Um, someone might have done that. I, I want to see it running on, on this pen. <laughs> I want to see, what do I want to say? I'm trying to think because it's like we're running out of things to put this on a Roomba. I want to see it put on a Roomba, it hasn't even got a screen. Ask, no, that's what an Alexa, yeah, right, okay. an Alexa. I don't know how you're going to do it, they'll It'll be like figure voice, it out somehow. Voice controlled, voice controlled yeah, text adventure game, yeah. Left, yeah, left, right, shoot, right, shoot forward. You are right. in a room. There are monsters. What do you do? <laughs> they did put Skyrim on Alexa. Do you remember that? No. Uh, what, that kind of audio adventure game? Yeah, it was an audio adventure game. You're in a wood. Oh, okay. You see it's a sword. sword. Put a jump put a sword. <laughs> you pick up the sword. <laughs> put the sword down, you thief. Oh, run. <laughs> Um, yes, so it's it's mad what they can do, but yeah, I want to see I want to see the the Alexa version. I want to see it run um, on contact lenses. There you go. So you got digital contact screen lenses. And contact lenses, and you can just um, do more. Google about Glass about Google still Glass. existed. Mm. We could do it on Google Glass if it existed. That's, well, that's going to be the next level of tech, isn't it? After VR and AR, it's going to be. It's going to be so. So you, you've already got close to the glasses now. It'll be contact mm. lenses next. Okay. Just like to point out that Doom does run on Excel spreadsheets. Do you remember that? No. Finding Doom hidden in Excel spreadsheets. What was it? Um. I, never, I remember the being. 90s. I remember the being a boss button. 
on X. I don't know if it was XL or, or whether it was one of the older ones, like Lotus One Two Three or Super Cal. Mm. Do you remember those? And you had probably a Lotus One Two Three. But there was there was a, a level of doom inside XL. Oh wow! Okay. You go, you go down to a cell and you put in a certain formula and it pop up with a little mini version of Doom. Did you not know that? I, right, I, I, I do remember yeah. something like that. Because hmm. I remember because in the science in the science lab we were like kind of doing shit and then it was all of a sudden I've heard something. If you do this and this and you get this and it's like Doom! Wow! Yeah, I just remember there being a boss button on something. I don't. Know, it might have been Duke Nukem and. Well, I don't know if you press Shift and B, for in, for instance, and then it brought up a pretend spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm working. There was, there was, <laughs> there was. I remember. I do remember boss buttons on um, on certain things, but uh, there, were, like, See, within, there was a game that circulated where me and G used to work. Um, well, he still works there, but uh, there was a game, an Excel sheet that was passed around, and it was on Excel. It was a football manager Excel game. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you could sort of your players could get injured, and they you transfer them in and out, blah, 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 go up the league, down the leagues, and I, you used to be able to cheat by when your player got injured, just delete the little marker that meant he was injured, because <laughs> <laughs> they used to do an asterisk or something next to the name of the person who was unavailable. So you click delete, you remove that marker so you could play in the next game, and. Yeah, you can do all sorts in Excel. It's great. Okay. All right. So we've gone we've gone from putting Doom on everything to playing Excel on uh, Doom on Excel to playing Football Manager on Excel. I think we need to move on to our next story, which is one of yours, Babster. So let me. Uh, oh, cranky. So this is the insane MS DOS games handled sells out. Oh, hang on, before we start, which is the best 8-bit home computer? Commodore 64, vote. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was an error. Well, it was an error. I was clearly you're, wrong. You're, you're clearly wrong. in the minority. Yeah. Clearly wrong. There's, there's, I'll have to what, get, I, have to get I mean, what, what you got to remember about that, that poll as well is uh, if that was posted in... Let's face it, the ZX Spectrum was the most popular computer in the UK, mainly because of its price point. So there's more people with Spectrums than there ever was with Amstrad's and uh, Commodore 64s. So that's the first thing you've got to compete with. I have to get that. I have to put it online to, to do that. Anyway, getting back to our insane oh, MS yes. handheld DOS sells out on AliExpress. Yeah, I wanted one of these. It's, it's basically... Um, it's, it's a little computer. Um, let's read what it says here. So this gadget is built to operate software that is three decades old, making it unsuitable for contemporary games or PC applications. However, it offers the opportunity to indulge in classic games and use outdated software without utilizing emulation software like DOSBox, which is uh, quite cool. Now, what I didn't realize is you get... You've actually got a little screen with it as well, which is really cool. Mm. Um, so equipped with an M611 7D processor, whatever that is, uh, an, M7, an M1270 chipset, a huge 8 megabytes of system memory, and a yeah. 1 gig compact flash card for storage. 
this gadget functions further. The system features a 740 by 480 pixel screen, so no 4K screens here. Um, oh, come on. It's oh, not no. even 60 frames a second. I'm not yeah. interested. I'm done. 256 Sorry. color support, Yamaha uh, sound card, and a 2500 milliamp battery. Um, and connectivity, we got VGA output, 3.5 mil audio jack, USB type A port. And then you get your usual PS2 mouse and keyboard connector. Um, but PS2. it's sold out, and I want one. I mean, it looks like um, looks like a PDA, doesn't it? It does. It looks like a big um, a BlackBerry. It looks like a BlackBerry that's been stretched out and and. It looks like the it looks like the prototype for the BlackBerry. Well, yeah. They brought that out and went, guys. It needs to be able to put it in your pocket, mate. It won't work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I um, mean, the case looks cheap it really yeah, does yeah. um it even looks less than it's see-through yeah it's opaque it, yeah it's not it's not even like 3d printer quality is it um mm. so it's proper cheap plastic it's got phone battery in it i can see that's like it's got phone really battery in it yeah j4 samsung phone there um so it's... I'm, I'm trying to think has it got a price on here how much were they I don't know how much they were. I mean, uh, AliExpress are so, so cheap. Right, the problem with, my problem with AliExpress is um, everything. Um, I used that, I've used yeah. AliExpress, and it took a week for this to come, which is just like a little stereo mini mixer. And that was £7, and it took a week to get here from China. Mm. Um, and it was literally just a test to see um how cheap things were and what the quality was like but that's that's i mean that's not plastic that's that's metal um, it, obviously with aliexpress it's it's a, a storefront for mm -hmm. loads of different people anyone can make an aliexpress account there and sell stuff through it so you have to be able to weed out the wheat from the chaff yeah on there yeah i agree yeah there, yeah it, uh, there is a program, I believe, oh. that AliExpress have. It's like a, it's almost like your your tiered structure. The better quality ones have a better rating and all that sort of stuff, um, and they get verified by AliExpress and all that sort of thing. So, if you're able to find you, you might find a particular item like this one on one seller, but then another seller might be doing the same thing and selling the same item for slightly different price point yeah yeah so you've got to be careful when you're on aliexpress when you buy stuff um check your seller rating a little bit like ebay but it's not ebay yeah, yeah. um and just do your due diligence on the storefront page so you've got this page that we're looking at now is for the item itself click on the seller name and so see if they've got um accreditations so from aliexpress Where's the price on that then? No, no because it's, it's sold out. So it's, got, it's not quite I mean, the, I mean, the only thing I don't get, it's running Windows 95. Now, surely that's um, that's still copyright. So have they I got that on that? I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's lapsed. Oh, okay. I think it might have lapsed. I'm sure it's it's lapsed all the way up to ME. 
But he's still sure using the Microsoft name, though, isn't it? And I, I, I thought that'd still. Oh, that might. Uh, yeah, using a copyright image, it might. Oh, yeah. then again, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's something to be uh, to to check. So I'm going to reload this page because it stops misbehaving. I mean, Windows 95 uh, never. I think you could it quite easily bypass the the key on Windows 95 anyway, if I remember right. Um, mm. You're not going to get any security updates. No. See if it's any in there. A little mini micro PCs. Ah, this was something I... Right, sorry, on a different note. This is something I saw a while back, which was like a little thing. Windows 2 Max, bezel-less display. It was like... How can I put it? Um, it's not showing because it's opened in a different tab, bugger. Let me... Sometimes... Stupid AliExpress. Don't like me AliExpress. Right, go back here. Let's put this back on. So show on the stream here. So this here... You see this here? Yeah. So this was supposed to be like a mini handheld gaming PC. So you've got a D-pad the there and two little... D yeah. Two little thumbsticks. We've got... Yeah. Things there, got keyboard there. I think got really okay. like mouse in and stuff. Eight hundred and five pound. Mm. Oh, that's steep. It is. Yeah, it was. That was something because when you that was one thing that you reminded me of when I saw that. Um, mm. But yeah, you've got. It is a ten-inch laptop. But yeah, I mean, look at this. Yeah, it's it's well spec as well. Sixteen gig of RAM, one terabyte of M two SSD. Windows um, 11. Yeah. So that's a, yeah. That's cheap for that spec of a laptop in general. That's £6.38 on shipping. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to know what the screen is. I'll bet they've cheaped out on the screen, the actual 10.1 um, screen. But I certainly wouldn't be giving aliexpress 800 quid anyway i don't think i'd trust that to mm. aliexpress i don't mind chucking seven quid or 12 quid at something but yeah um also, yeah, that's that's a that. touch screen with a pen that's oh, sorry that's what i saw and i thought was quite so cool yeah so i can anyway i'll say it's gonna be it's gonna feel odd though, isn't it? Picking up you're literally picking up a laptop as a as a as a handheld. So you go oh, that's gonna feel a little bit odd. Interesting idea though. Yeah, I thought it was. Um it's it's one of those things that AliExpress I've not had. I've I've bought some stuff from there and the spec doesn't match what they say. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, so. it's 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 like um, what Nigel says. It's it's hit and miss, isn't it? Um, mm. What annoying was I found? I did find something on that was like like a load of LED lighting, Ooh. which was going for like two pounds, and I bought it. And I went, no, we can't sell it to you. And like, oh, what's the point of advertising it if you're not going to sell it to me? But yeah, LED lighting, LED lighting, isn't it? At the end of the day, mm. a little handheld LED, uh, sorry, um, Windows thing. Nice kind of curiosity that you could keep. Fight people around to see it. Um, okay, let's move on to our next one. 
This is another one of yours, Bamster. Yeah, I mean, we I brought this one up before quite a while back, um, but this is a charity retro event that is happening um, uh, Saturday coming. And that's some of the merch there that you can buy to uh, support it, the T-shirt and the mug. Um, but yeah, it's at uh, the Retro Computer Museum in Leicester. Um, I'm going along there. Um, I've uh, got the page. Up here. Yeah, so you can get your tickets from the uh, retrocomputermuseum.co.uk. And then just look for the event Extra Life 2. And uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, all of the uh, computer museum, anyway, I, I, I tend to go there when they have the gathering events. But uh, it's, it's worth going, it really is. It's a good, uh, it's a good cause. The raising funds for uh, a charity called Everyone Can, um, which is a Manchester based charity for uh i think it's for disabled kids i think yeah sounds like a electric wheelchair jobby yeah that's me putting casters on the end of crutches at hospitals which i shouldn't do um no <laughs> okay cool um all right Let's uh, let's move on to our last story, and this one's one of yours. Uh, and we will have oh that one. Yeah, so I got so I got really excited when I saw this, um, because it is a Tetris handheld. Um, which I, pres- I presume you get with a some kind of McDonald's meal, Happy Meal. But the downside is it's only in China. <laughs> Do you want one? I really want one. <laughs> I have family in China. I can oh, okay. I can ask, I'll ask oh. my wife to get her family to buy a... Happy Meal or whatever, and find yeah. this thing because, yeah, I think I want one too. Yeah, it, I <laughs> mean, it's just the greatest thing two. ever. <laughs> so it's in the shape of a ticket nugget as well. It yeah. is For, it, it's in celebration of the 40th anniversary of the chicken nuggets. Amazing. Seriously, that's hang on a second, let me do it again. 40th anniversary of the chicken nugget. That's amazing. Because yeah. let's face it, everybody loves Tetris. It's fantastic. It sold the Game Boy. Um, I don't know if you've seen the film. Even the film's good. Yeah, yeah, we, I, I saw the yeah. film. I covered it on my other podcast. I couldn't believe um, how good the film was. Um, yeah, but... I just, I just find that mad. <laughs> you know what they went? They went. You know what? You know what? Two things go together. What? Chicken nuggets. Tetris and Tetris. Yeah, I don't quite understand that uh, that logic there. I don't understand. I don't understand that logic. Because Tetris, Tetris isn't at its fortieth anniversary, is it? Yeah, that's yeah. Might be its fortieth anniversary. So maybe that's the connection. 
both have got the both happened around about the same time but one didn't cause an international incident with copyright things involving robert maxwell and nintendo and the other one was the chicken nugget could you imagine the russians claimed copyright to the chicken nugget (laughs) my god oh yeah apparently they were sold out all over china Oh. And it was released on May the 24th. Oh, dear. We'll see. I think, nice to see what you can do. I bet they're can. selling on eBay now, aren't they? I haven't looked yeah. to be honest. I bet they're selling on bootleg Tetris. Bootleg chicken nugget Tetris. I'm going to look up. Sorry, I'm going to look up chicken nugget Tetris. Um, but, yeah, that's that's absolutely, that's absolutely bonkers. It's not a bootleg. It's an official... It's officially licensed. A Nintendo license or a Tetris company yeah, license? It, it says Tetris. See, I can see a screenshot here. Tetris, 1986 to 2023. Tetris holding Tetris logos. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, it's a Tetris um, mark there. So, right. I t- I'll tell you something. At the moment, that- you can... That's going to yeah, be sought on. after, that is. That really is going to be sought after in the retro world. Twenty twenty £24.80 on eBay at the moment. Oh, there is one on eBay, really? One on, there's two on eBay for £24.80. It's probably from the same person. And that's, no, yeah. that's the cheapest. Oh, no, 1846 is the cheapest I can find a chicken nugget Tetris game for. And that's so, a, yeah. Is that a UK seller? Uh, it's, in, it's eBay UK, so it will come to you in the UK, yeah. They're quite big, actually. I is expect they would be. That bootleg one. No, hang on. This is, I think this is going to be careful. I was going to say, if you scroll down, there's a little, there's a little video. Uh, watch on YouTube so you can see it running. Halfway the, down the page. I've taken a screenshot. I'm going to show my wife and say, "Can you ask your family to buy a couple?" Oh, mate. We're, awesome. we're gonna, we're gonna be going there next year to see her family. So if they can get oh, them yeah. and keep them there. I'll bring them back with me. Bring, uh, fuck it, bring me back one if you're doing that. <laughs> you know, if, it if makes you're doing sense. that, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I might as well have one. I just need to put it away. I have, uh, there's, uh, I have a Master Chief Halo figure mm-hmm. from when Halo Two was released. Oh, it's there you up go. In my loft somewhere. Oh, you're joking! It comes you with a pouch as well. Oh man, I want it even more now. Comes with a pouch. Who's just? It's in that nugget box. Chicken nugget Tetris we've got here. That's just awesome. You see, do you keep it in the box or do you not? Do you rip it? You have to. Oh, you've got to open the box because you've got to check it. Oh, no. It's ruined it. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, how else are you going to get it out, though? Yeah. (laughs) How else are you going to check it to make sure it works or if it's got batteries in it, you have to remove the batteries in case they leak if you want to keep it for a period of time? Yeah. There is a way. Heat gun. If you get a heat gun, you could undo the glue a bit, yeah, open it up, check the batteries, pop it back in, remelt the plastic on it. It's quite chunky, isn't it, that? It's big. I didn't think yeah. it was that big. I thought it was like the size of a key ring sort oh, of thing. You get some stickers as well, don't you? Know, and you know what's, you know what's going to happen next, don't you? What was we saying oh. earlier on? Doom on the oh. chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. We found yeah. what it needs to run on. That's your answer. Doom on the chicken nugget. Oh, he's turned it on. Oh, wow. That's Duke Nukem. <laughs> I know the difference between Doom and Duke Nukem. 
<laughs> I may have had an Amstrad, but I know the difference between Doom and Duke Nukem. Um, um, that was well spotted, though. Well done there, Gareth. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> trying to pull the wall over my eyes. Just because you could do it with the other Spectrum users. <laughs> Our SoundCloud users, we're a different breed. Um, press, press the top button. He's not pressing Yeah, I know. That's what I'm looking at. It's button. like, get it in the corner. Press the top button. Just have done with it. Come on. Um, oh, look at that. That's we're watching nice. a guy play Tetris <laughs> on a chicken nugget. Yes, we are. It's great. Oh, my God. Hang on a second. I don't know what I'm going to... Sorry. There's just a... He turned it off. There you go. And look, you can put it in the pouch. I say you can take it round to your friend's house. It's a nice little pouch. Yeah, because that's not going to be around for long, is it? So surely they weren't giving that away for free when you bought a Happy Meal? No. uh, Oh, I don't know. I think it was probably buy a Happy Meal, pay extra. Even extra. Oh, you just pay extra. um, Chuck the Happy Meal away. I've got my nuggets. (laughs) Yeah. That is mad. Anyway, on that mad, mad, mad bombshell that next week we will probably have Doom on a chicken nugget. Yeah. Oh, can I just say as well? Can I just say as well? We've also got Retcon coming up, and that's closer to your way uh, in the next couple of weeks. Retcon? Retcon, yeah. So it's a retro um, convention. And I'll tell you where it is in a minute. Retcon is in Greenford. I don't know how close that is to you. It's at the Greenford Community Centre. And that's the 17th of June. Um, And the tickets are... They're only about £7.50. Is is that not close to you guys, then? Oh, hang on a second. No, I'm thinking of Greenford. Um, oh, no, yes. Maybe I'm thinking of the right place. Two weeks yeah, London. Away, yeah. Yes. It's, it's like uh, out of London. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's on the 17th. I'm going there if you fancy uh You're going up. there? Yeah. Oh, if you're going there, it might make, it might make a difference. It's 41-minute drive. Da, 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 da. It's just south of Harrow. That's where all the Japanese tourists wind, wind up by accident. Yeah, is it? They'll get into a cab and they say, Hello, and they go, Okay, Harrow it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you've not heard that joke, come on. I know, but can you even get away with that joke anymore? <laughs> that, that, that is a I joke. Just did. Yeah. That is a joke from childhood. It That's is an it, 80s joke. It, it's a great joke, but you probably will have to edit it out. <laughs> Sticking with the retro theme, that was a retro joke. Yeah. The, yes. the only way you could have made that better is actually put the accent on as well while saying it. He did try, to be fair. <laughs> to they didn't do the thing with the eyes, did I? Like you would Hello. No, don't you were going to do it then too? Because you're like, oh, I remember doing that as a kid. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. oh I, was, I was tempted, but no. my kids, <laughs> my kids there. do that, and they're. <laughs> seen your kids Nigel my kids do that and they're half Asian <laughs> that, well uh, they, can get, they, can, they can get away with it then can't they yes we're talking to Dad, my wife something I could do that you can't yeah <laughs> this was in Morocco anyway, uh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, before we degrade down we go down a path that I don't want to go down 
Absolutely. Let's, yeah, uh, do, do not let's all say goodbye there. and we will see you next time. Thanks very much for watching and listening. I want to sorry, listening because this isn't the live podcast. Thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you next time. See you later.